Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 63, I believe. 63, yeah, I believe so. Hold on. We should know this, but we don't. Yep, 63, I was right. All right, I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, as I said, so yeah, um... Well, yeah, it it wasn't really that great of a series, but at least we didn't get swept. That's that's the one big thing. But still, still, you shouldn't have that mentality and stuff like that, especially against. Well, I mean, credit Birds, dude, the Minnesota Twins were a pretty good team. It's just that I don't know. We had some opportunities in that series, and we just didn't really take them. So, yeah. So let's get started on talking about that uh, series. Game one on Monday. Let's see, we go to Monday. All right. So yeah, so we took a two nothing. Well, took a two nothing lead, and then right in the first four innings, and then right after that, Minnesota just retook it back. <coughs> Bellow started out pretty good, and then afterwards, he just kind of started to crumble, and then like the bullpen came in and helped him out. Well, helped him out as in, like, basically helped him, like, get the loss and stuff like that. But still, yeah, not great. Red Sox ended up losing this game 4-2. to two. They fall to 62-67 and 67 and on a two-game losing streak at this point. All right, here we go. So, Red Sox box scores leading off and playing a left field. Tommy Pham, he went uh, five for two or uh, two for five. So pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then uh, batting second and playing right field, Alex Verdugo, one for five, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out three times. All right. And then uh, batting third and playing shortstop is uh, Xander Bogarts, two for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right. Batting fourth and playing uh, third base is Rafael Delvers, 0 for four. So no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. He just continues to struggle. Okay. Batting a fifth and playing DH is uh, J.D. Martinez, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he, but, and he does punch out two of those four bats. Batting sixth and playing second base is uh, Trevor Story, 3 for 3, so pretty good night from him. Uh, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he does strike, or uh, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Bang seventh and playing uh, center field. Franchi Cordero, one for two, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then pinch running or pinch hitting for him and playing center field. Uh, Rob Ref Snyder, and he goes 0 for two, and all two of those at bats were strikeouts. Right. Bang eighth and playing first base is uh, Christian Arroyo, 0 for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out once. And then uh, batting ninth and playing catcher, Reese McGuire, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, eight strikes out zero times. Right. And as I said, just a couple of doubles, uh, one from Verdugo and then uh, one from uh, Reese McGuire, and then RBIs, uh, one, also one from McGuire, and then also one from uh, uh, Alex Verdugo. And then a stolen base from Trevor Story, his 11th of the year. All right, Boston pitching, here we go. So getting the star in this one and uh, pitching four innings, but also getting the loss also. So he's 0-4 is Brian Bayo. 
gives up five hits, surrenders three runs. All three of them were earned. Walks three people, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 7.27 ERA. All right. Matt Strom, Strom Bully, comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. No hits, but he did give up a run, and that one run was earned. Uh, walks one person, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.69 ERA. All right, coming in and uh, pitching 1.1 innings and getting a blown save his third of the year is John Schreiber. He does give up a hit, but he does not surrender a run, and that one run was not earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.22 ERA. Making his major league debut and pitching one inning is Zach Kelly. Uh, Gave up one hit, does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them are earned. Uh, Walks nobody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 0.00 ERA. Caleb Ort, he he comes in and uh, pitches two innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked two people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 7.94 ERA. All right. So the Twins, here we go. So uh, leading off and playing first base and uh, second base is uh, Luis Arias. He uh, goes two for free, so pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out zero times. All right, batting uh, second and playing shortstop is uh, Carlos Correa. Cheater. All right. He goes uh, 0 for free. He does score a run, though, but no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting third and playing right field, Max Kepler. He goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then uh, batting fourth and playing uh, DH in first base is Jose Miranda. He goes uh, 1 for 2. Two runs, zero RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting fifth and playing second base is uh, Nick Gordon. He goes two for two, so pretty good day from him. The son of former Red Sox relief pitcher Tom Flash Gordon, I should say. Uh, No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then pinch hitting for him was uh, uh, Kyle Garlick. He goes 0 for 1, and that one at bat was a strikeout. And then, uh, sub- and then uh, substituting permanent playing first base is, hold on, let me see, Caleb Hamilton. But he uh, goes 0 for 1, and that one at bat was a strikeout. And then uh, Jorge uh, Lopez, he uh, substitutes for him and plays pitcher, but he does not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, batting six and playing third base, Gio Orshel, the former Yankee. He goes uh, 1 for 2, zero runs, three RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Then uh, batting uh, seventh and playing left field is uh, Jake Cave. He goes 0 for free, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right. And then uh, batting eighth and playing center field is Gilberto uh, Sensatino. He goes uh, 1 for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. And then uh, look who it is, batting ninth and playing catcher, former Red Sox and 2018 World Series champion, Sandy Leone. He goes 0 for 2 or 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two of those four at-bats. Right. And as I said, just a couple of double or just a double from uh, uh, 
Gio Urshela, and then uh, RBIs, one from uh, Cave, and then uh, three from Gio Urshela, and then nothing else except the caught stealing attempt, or stealing attempt, which he got caught on by Luis Arias, his fourth of the year. All right. Okay, so Minnesota pitching, here we go. So uh, getting the start on this one and pitching 4.2 innings is uh, Dylan Bundy. He gave up nine hits, surrendered two runs, all two of them were earned. Walks a person, strikes out three, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.53 ERA. Caleb Fieldbar, he comes in and pitches a 1.1 innings and gets the win, so he's now 3-2. and two. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.83 ERA. And then, hold on. And then... Johan and then uh, Johan Duran, he comes in and pitches an inning. Um, no hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, punched out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.91 ERA. All right. Griffin Jacks, he came in and pitched an inning. He does he does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them are earned. He walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.51 ERA. Then uh, Jorge Lopez, he comes in and pitches in an inning and gets a save his 23rd of the year. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.82 ERA. All right. Scoring summary, here we go. So to begin with the Red Sox, they get on the board first as Alfredugo. He doubles in the left field to score Tommy Pham, make it a 1-0 Red Sox lead. Then top of the fourth, Reese McGuire, he gets in on the action as he doubles in the left field to score Trevor Story, make it 2-0 Red Sox lead. But hold, your, hold the phones, folks, because here comes the Minnesota Twins, bottom of the fourth. Um, Jake Cave, he hits a sack fly in the center field to score John Miranda or Jose Miranda to make it a 2-1 Red Sox lead, but by one. And then bottom of the fifth, this is where everything just goes to shit at this point. Gio Urshela, he comes in and he doubles, or uh, he doubles one in right field to basically clear the bases, bases loaded. He scores uh, Luis Arias, Carlos Correa, and Jose Miranda, 4-2 to two Minnesota. That's where your final score would stand because nothing else happened after that. So... I mean, seriously, Brian Bale had his stuff up until, like, basically the fourth inning. And he basically, uh, well, he had a little bit of help from guys like uh, Strom and uh, John Schreiber and guys that really I really have my trust in the bullpen with. And they basically just gave it up, too. So, yes, yeah, so he does send a little bit of help. But he does get the loss because those runs did, or at least the winning run was basically charged to him. I really feel like they really brought Bale or Bale up too soon. I really felt like they really brought him up too soon to the point where like he wasn't really ready because they just brought him up just for the fact that we have really no starting pitching. You got guys like Sale, Evaldi, and all those guys are out with injury and stuff like that. Paxton's not going to be pitching this year. So, yeah, so you kind of need guys like someone like Bale, and they just kind of rushed him up a little bit. and. That kind of did hurt him a little bit. So I really am sad for the dude because 
I mean, you do want to see him succeed. Okay. I mean, you do want to like kind of make him accountable and stuff like that, but you do want him to succeed too. And that's where I kind of feel like I really want the dude to succeed. I really want him to be like something like Pedro. And not only that, Pedro, this version of Pedro came from our farm system. Because if you remember, Pedro was not with the Red Sox when uh, he became a Red Sox. So he basically was like basically a trade. I think it was a trade. Yeah, it was a trade um, from the Montreal Expos to uh, the Boston Red Sox back in uh, 1998. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I mean. You really want the guys to succeed. And so far right now, he hasn't really been succeeding. Let's talk about John Schreiber, too. I mean, I feel like he hasn't been himself lately. I really feel like I kind of am a little more scared. In the in the past, I've been really like when he we uh, he comes in out of the pen, I thought like, okay, he's going to come in and he's going to slam the door shut. Nothing to worry about. Now when he does come in, I thought, okay, is he going to hold it here or is he just going to give it right back up? I don't know. A little bit is like I have heard that he has been used a lot so far. Just the fact that none of our people in the bullpen can like hold it on. Like Friday, last Friday, um, yeah, seriously, you have you have a five run lead, and then Brazier comes in and makes a one run lead to the point where now you got bring guys in like Barnes and Schreiber and to hold them up, and that can use them up too, and that could use them up really quickly too. So, yeah. I don't know. Now let's talk about uh, Zach Kelly. Yeah. What a story for him. And, like, what a couple of great outings for the dude, too. I mean, we'll talk talk about that or uh, mention that, too, in the next uh, uh, or uh, recap segment. But, yeah, so basically so far, I mean, so he's been pitching really good. And what a story behind uh, Zach Kelly. The guy got drafted back in 2017 as an undrafted free – or got signed by the Oakland Athletics as an undrafted free agent. And basically was a uh, – hold on. Zach Kelly. So the story behind him, I mean, it, it's a really interesting story. But, like, he basically, like – Zach Kelly's story. So basically he got signed as a – undrafted free agent um I'm trying to find it I mean he did get done or he get he did uh get drafted or uh, not sorry he did. He did uh, sign with the, as an undrafted free agent with the. Um, let's see. Hold on. All right. So here we are. So he. No, that's not it. So so let's see. So basically, so yeah. So he basically like um. I'm trying to find the story because it's a really interesting story. So he gets a uh, or he sign. Get out. Get out of here. All right. 
yeah, so this is a really interesting story too. So, so so he gets on. So he basically uh gets or uh, signs as an undrafted free agent from uh, Division Two uh, Newberry uh, College in 2017 by the Athletics, and then like he was released like after one season, bounced with the Angels. Then, like, got released after that for a cost-cutting moves during the pandemic. Bullshit. And then he got, ha- and then he had to have like stuff like elbow surgery. And you thought that his career, like Tommy John and stuff like that, you thought that his career would probably be dumb or not be the same. But like, he signed as a free, um, basically signed as a free agent with the Red Sox seven months after he got the Tommy John surgery, and like, basically was just pro- progressing through like their farm system. And they called him up again. And the interesting story too. He was about to become a father, like literally, like the due date is like basically like any day now, or like either that or the kid has already been born. But like, um, so he's about to become a father. Like a lot of things are just happening. Like he's about to make his major league debut, and he's about to be a dad too. That's a pretty neat story. Yeah, and how like to the point where like oh, his career like a couple of years ago could have been over too. So yeah, so. What an neat kind of comeback. I hope he does succeed here, at least for the next few months. I hope he stays as a member of the Red Sox. I hope that, too, because we do need some bullpen arms, and he right now is probably the really best option right now. So, yeah. Not a great night, but what a great uh, debut for uh, Zach Kelly. Really great debut. As I said, he basically just gave up only one hit and then basically just struck everybody out but did not give up a run. That's just... That's legit. I got that stats right. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. We'll go to break and then come back and talk about uh, game two and three. Um, what's up on the farm and then ret- or uh, regular season standings and postseason standings. And then um, regular and then Red Sox stat leaders and then uh, MLB stat leaders too. And then because it is the end of the month for this episode and then let's see um fancy baseball updated and then your serious look ahead and then final thoughts all right so don't go anywhere folks oh we are back to uh talk about game two of the series yeah not great because just for the fact that we almost got we basically like for the first three innings didn't get anything going against chris archer but then we did get some stuff we did almost like took the lead in the first, it took the lead in the third inning. We did take the lead in the third inning, but then just gave it right back in the bottom of the fifth inning because our bullpen came in, like especially Ryan Brazier came in and effed everything up to the point where the Red Sox ended up losing this game 10 to 5. Yeah, they lose 10 to 5. They uh fall to 62 and uh 68 and on a three game losing streak at this point. Yeah, so let's get into it. All right. Leading off, sorry, Red Sox box scores. Leading off and playing left field, Tommy Pham, one for four. So one run, one RBI, one walk, and he does strike out once. All right. And then uh, batting uh, or batting second and playing for or right field is Alex Drugo, two for four. So pretty good night from him. One run, one RBI, or two runs, one RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out zero times. All right. Batting third and playing a shortstop is Xander Bogarts, two for four. So pretty good night from him. Also, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. 
Batting fourth and playing third base, Rafael Devers 0 for 2. So he just keeps on struggling. No runs, one RBI. He does have that. One walk, and he does strike out two of those four or two of those two at bats. So basically, yeah, all those at bats. All right. Batting fifth and playing DH is JD Martinez. 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right. Bang six and playing second base is Trevor Story, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those four bats. Bang seventh and playing third base is Franchi Cordero, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out three of those four bats. All right, batting uh, eighth and playing center field is Kike Hernandez, 1 for 3, 1 run, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting eighth and playing for or uh, batting or uh, batting ninth and playing uh, catcher is Reese McGuire, one for four, no runs, no RBI or one run, zero RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out once. All right, okay, get out of here, you stupid fly! And where are these flies coming from? Is it because of the summer still? All right. All right, and then uh, and then uh, doubles just one from uh Bogarts, and then one from uh Verdugo, and then RBIs just one from Bogarts, one from Devers, one from Fam, and then one from Verdugo. Nothing else. All right, Boston pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching uh one point four innings and getting the loss too. So he's now uh, three and six is uh Cutter Crawford. Gave up four hits, surrendered five runs, four of them were earned, walked four people, struck out five, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 5.47 ERA. All right. All right. And then uh, again, and then uh, coming in and substituting for him is uh, Ryan Brazier. He goes 0 for 2, one run, two RBIs, two walks, and he struck. Hold on. What am I talking it's late. All right, so here we are. So 0.2 innings, Ryan Brazier gave up a hit, surrendered two runs, two of them are earned, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 6.62 error. All right, and then uh, Jerry's Familia, he came in and pitched an inning, gave up a hit, surrendered a run, and that one run was earned. Walked a person, struck out nobody, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 5.75 error. Zach Kelly, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. So another nice night from him. Right, or, uh, Matt Barnes, he came in and pitched an inning. Gave up three hits, surrendered two runs. All two of them were earned. Walked a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.04 ERA. All right, Twins box scores. Here we go. All right, leading off and playing first base is Luis Arias. He goes uh, one for five, uh, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out twice. All right, batting uh, or uh, batting second and playing shortstop is uh, Carlos Correa, one for four, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting uh, third and playing for or batting third and playing right field is Max Kepler, 0 for three. Does score two runs though, but no RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting fourth and playing DH is Jose Miranda. He goes out uh, one for three, 
two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right. And then uh batting uh fifth and playing or uh, batting fifth and playing second base, Nick Gordon, two for four, so pretty good night from him. One run, six RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting sixth and playing third base is uh Gio Urshela. He goes up one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out twice. All right. And then uh batting uh seventh and playing left field, Jake Cave. He goes up one for three. One run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting uh, for, or uh, batting eighth and playing center field is a uh, Gilberto Santatino. He goes zero for three. He does score a run though, but no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out one of those three bats. All right, and then batting ninth and playing catcher is a uh, Gary Sanchez, the former Yankee, two two for four, so pretty good night from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. And as I said, just a couple of doubles, one from uh, Gordon, one from Miranda, and then uh, one from Urshela, and then home runs, one from Jake Cave, his third of the year in the second inning, off of Cutter Crawford with zero on and zero out. Then Nick Gordon, his sixth of the year in the fifth inning, off of Ryan Brazier with three on and one out. And then, uh, so basically, Grand Slam. So, yeah, I should say. And then uh, Gary Sanchez, 13th of the year in the sixth inning, off of Jairus Familia with nobody on and one out. And then RBIs, just uh, one from uh, Arise, Ar- 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 um, one from Cave, one from Cabrera, six from Gordon, and then uh, one from Gary Sanchez. All right. Minnesota pitching, here we go. All right, so getting the start in this one and pitching 4.1 innings is Chris Archer, gave up five hits, surrendered four runs, four of them are earned, walked two people, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.52 ERA. Caleb Fibar, he came in and pitched a 1.0.1 innings, uh, gave up a hit, but did not surrender a run, and obviously none of them are earned. Uh, walked a person, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.80 ERA. Michael Fulmer, or Michael Fulmer, he came in and pitched 1.1 innings uh, and got the win also, so he's now 5-5. Uh, five and five. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.27 ERA. Right. Tre- uh, Trevor McGill, he came in and pitched an inning, did give up a hit, and he did surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Uh, walked a person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.68 ERA. Griffin Jacks, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earn, earn runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.45 ERA. Emilio Pergan, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earn runs. He does walk a person, he does strike out one, gives up zero home runs. And leaves the game with a 9.94 ERA. All right. So here we go. So scoring summary. So bottom of the first, the Twins, they get on the board first as a Nick, Gort, or a Nick Gordon. He doubles into left field to score Max Kepler and Jose Miranda to make it a 2-0 Twins lead. Bottom of the second, Jake Cave. He homers in the center field to score just himself, 3-0 uh, Minnesota. But top of the fourth, Red Sox, they get on the board as uh, Rafael Devers. He has a sack fly in the center field to score Alex Verdugo to make it a 3-1 to one, uh, Twins lead, but by two. 
And then a one-run game, 3-2 to two Minnesota, as uh, Tommy Pham, he singles in the right field to score Kike Hernandez. Then also in that inning, Xander Bogarts, he ties it up to make it 3-3 three three as he uh, hits a single in the left field to score Reese McGuire. And then on a wild pitch, uh, Alex Dugo, he scores to make it 4-3 to three, uh, Red Sox. But that's where that would be because uh, Minnesota retook, a lead, retook the lead as Nick Gordon in the bottom of the fifth. He hits a grand slam with the bases loaded to make it a 7-4 Minnesota lead. He scores himself, Correa, Kepler, and Miranda. Bottom of the sixth, Gary Sanchez. He makes it 8-4 as he hits one. In left field, as he homers, as I said. And then Bob, top of the seventh, Alfredugo, he doubles in the center field to score Tommy Pham to make it a three-run game, 8-5. to five. Then in the bottom of the eighth, Ar- Luis Arias, he singles in the center field to score uh, Gilberto Sensatino to make it 9-5, to five, and then 10-5 to five as uh, Carlos Correa, he singles in the left field to score Gary Sanchez. That's where your final score would stand. Just one thing. I don't know why Ryan Brazier is still on this roster. He is one of the problems. He has been giving up games lately. Look at Friday. Like, as I said, Friday's game. You that was a five-run read lead, and you made and he made it one. One a one run lead, but thankfully we won that game. But still, he could have given us given us that loss, and we could have lost two straight or basically three straight series or like yeah something like that. I just don't understand that. I thought he would be one of the pitchers to get the chopping block on Sunday, along with uh, Sal Mora and Davis. What the fuck? Why is this idiot still on my team? I'm sorry to say that to a guy that was with us in 2018, but still, he's really his services are starting to really dwindle right now. The point where like we need to kind of get rid of him and kind of part ways with the dude. Maybe, maybe that's still up now. I mean, we could still maybe do it. I mean, we do got to make a September call ups tomorrow, so maybe get rid of him and maybe bring somebody else up too with along with the other four dudes that we're supposed. Bring up because I think it's supposed to be no way. Oh, no, 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 it's supposed to be 28. So, three guys. So, yeah, so yeah, I know Connor Wong is possibly gonna potentially come up because he's been hitting it lately in uh Worcester and stuff like that. So, you would think that he would be called up to um Casas, maybe. I mean, at this point, I mean, the season might totally be lost at this point. So might as well as bring someone like Casas up just for the fact that just, you no know, just get them give him some reps. I feel like the only reason they might not bring him up because he did he was injured in the middle of the season this year and did mess a considerable amount of time and he's still trying to regain himself. But right now he's been right now he's been hidden lately. So I mean seriously, I mean give him a little bit of a shot and maybe give him some little bit of experience knowing that you could potentially be out of it. And they might have to bring some another pitcher up because something like that. So I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, maybe they might bring four guys up. But seriously, as I said, maybe they might get rid of Brazier. I don't know. If he's not gone, I mean, seriously, he's just 
If he hasn't been gone by now, I mean, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. But still, I mean, never say die at this point. I mean, seriously, don't give up hope. Yeah, can't believe I'm saying that for a guy that was with us in 2018. But still, I mean, he hasn't been cutting it lately. Hmm. Oh, this crap here. Yeah. All right. So we'll go to break. Well, could we do one more and then go to break? All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. All right. So tonight, so um, Red Sox, they get on the board first and they score a couple of runs. Um, they do have it like at six or a base. Or they do have the lead at, or uh, do have the lead at uh, four. At the bottom of the seventh, but then after that, they kind of do make the game a little bit interesting. But fear not, they do hold on for the win. And Michael Walker, he's brilliant in this game. Red Sox ended up winning this game 6-5 to five on a close one, especially late in the – yeah, especially in the ninth inning. They kind of made it a little interesting in the ninth inning too. But they hold on for the win and avoid the sweep 6-5. to five. All right. All right. So uh, they they uh, improved to 63-68. and 68. And drop and uh, snap a three-game losing streak, so pretty good. Excuse me. Okay, Red Sox box scores. Here we go. So leading off and playing left field is Tommy Pham, one for four, no or one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out twice. All right, batting second and playing right field is Alex Verdugo, one for five, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right. Batting a third and playing a shortstop is uh, Xander Bogarts. Two for four, one run, five RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. So a pretty good night from all above bogey. All right. Batting uh, or uh, batting fourth and playing third base is Rafael Devers, 0 for four. So he just keeps on struggling and uh, dropping down. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out three times. All right. Three of those five at-bats. All right. Batting fifth and uh, playing DH, J.D. Martinez, two for five. So, pretty good night from him. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting sixth and playing second base, Trevor Story, three for five. So, pretty good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out twice. All right. And then uh, batting seventh and playing center field is Kike Hernandez, one for five. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out once. All right. And then uh, bang eighth and playing uh, or uh, bang eighth and playing uh, first base is Bobby Dahlbeck, 0 for four, and all four of those at bats were strikeouts. All right, and then uh, batting ninth and playing uh, bang ninth and playing catcher is Kevin Pawecki, three for four, so pretty good night from him. Two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and as I said, just a double, one from a uh, Pawecki, one from a uh, Bogarts, and then uh, one from Durant. And that's or not from one from Duran, one from Story. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. All right, and then uh, just home runs. Uh, one from Bogarts, his twelfth of the year in the third inning off of Joe Ryan with zero on and zero out. And then another one from JD Martinez, his eleventh of the year in the third inning off of Joe Ryan, also with zero on and one out. All right. Then RBIs five from uh, Bogarts, and then uh, one from JD Martinez. And then another stolen base, like two from them, one from Bogarts at the eighth of the year, and then one from Trevor Story, his 12th of the year, lead, team leading right now. All right. 
Boston pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching six innings and getting the win. So he's now 10 and one. Is Michael Walker gave up four hits, surrendered two runs. Two of them were earned. Walked a person, punched out seven, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 2.56 ERA. Garrett Whitlock, he came in and pitched two innings. He does give up four hits. He does surrender three runs. One of them was earned, or uh, three of them were earned. All three of them were earned. Walked a person, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 0.00. Or gave up zero home runs and left the game with 3.19 yards. Sorry. Man, it is getting late. Good Lord. All right. Matt Barnes, he came in to pitch an inning and got the save, his fourth of the year. Did give up a hit, but did not surrender a run, and obviously none of them were earned. Did walk a person, struck out nobody, give up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.83 year end. Right. Twins pitching or twins box scores. Here we go. So leading off from DHing is uh Luis Arias, one for four, one run, three RBIs, zero walks, eight strikes out, zero times. All right. Batting second and playing shortstop is Carlos Correa, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out two of those four bats. All right. Batting uh third and playing first base is a uh, Jose Miranda, he goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those four bats. All right. And then uh, batting fourth and playing right field is Max Kepler, 2 for 4, so a pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Right. Batting fifth and playing left field, Kyle Garlick, he goes 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those three bats. All right, then pinch inning for him and playing left field is Jake Cave over one, and that one at bat was a strikeout. All right. Batting six and playing third base is Gio Urshela, two for four, so pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, batting uh, seventh and playing uh, second base is Nick Gordon, two for four, so pretty good night from him. Also, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right, batting eighth and playing center field is G- or, uh, Gilberto Sensatino. He goes one for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, batting eight, ninth and playing catcher, uh, former buddy Sandy Leone, one for two, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. And then pinch hitting for him and playing catcher is uh, Gary Sanchez, buddy uh only has two walks and no at-bats whatsoever because those two walks did not count as at-bats. All right. Then pinch running for him was a Caleb, or a Caleb Hamilton, but he does not get an at-bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right. Then only doubles, just one from Kepler, two from uh, Gordon, and then a home run, one from Luis Arias, his eighth of the year in the third inning off of Michael Walker with one on and two out. Then RBIs, three from Arias, and then two from Gordon. All right. Minnesota pitching. Here we go. So getting the start on this one and pitching up five innings, but getting the loss. So uh, he's 10 and seven. Is Joe Ryan. He gave up eight hits, surrendered five runs. All five of them were earned. Walked a person, struck out eight, gave up two home runs, and left the game with a 3.88 ERA. All right. This dude. Giovanni Moran, he came in and pitched three innings, three hits, one run, and a, and that one run was earned. And then that, that that and that one run was earned. Gave up zero or a walk nobody, 
struck out five, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.05 ERA. All right. Uh, Trevor McGill, he came in to pitch an inning. Two hits, no runs, no earned runs, walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.50 ERA. All right. So, summary, here we go. So, to begin with, the Red Sox, they got on the board first in the third inning as Xander Bogarts with the bases loaded. He just drops one in the left field as he hits a grand slam to score himself. Kevin Puecki, Tommy Pham, and Alex Verdugo for nothing. Red Sox lead at this point. Then another home run, well, not back-to-back, but right after, right after the Devers at bat. As J.D. Martinez, he homers in the left field. Five, nothing Red Sox lead at this point. And then the Twins kind of make it a three-run game as uh, Luis Arias, he homers in the right center field to score himself and former Red Sox buddy Sandy Leone. And then bottom, top of the sixth, Sander Bogarts, he delivers again as he hits a base-clearing double to score Kevin Puecki, make it a 6-2 to two Red Sox lead. But then bottom of the seventh, Reds are uh, twins kind of even it up, making a three-run game as Luis Arias. He gets a sack fly in the right field in center field to score Nick Gordon. Then bottom of the eighth, Nick Gordon basically clears the bases as he score hits a double into a right field to score Max Kepler and Gio Urshela, but he does get tagged out at uh, for trying to make it a triple. So it's six to five, and that's where your final score stand. They do kind of make it a little interesting in the ninth, but a double play, uh, a fly ball, and a double play basically get them out of it. So yeah, so Red Sox win. Cue the standells. All right, so pretty good. So yeah, Waka just keeps on dealing. He he just keeps on dealing, and he just like just keeps proving that this contract is possibly this one year contract is uh, going to work, or is, has worked and stuff like that, and has done good. That is the problem, though. It is only for one year. So if we do want to bring him back, we're going to have to pay some money. That's why I heard on the radio pregame from Mike Manansky and Rob Bradford. So, yeah, so we might just have him for just one year, and that might just be a shame because I really feel like he could be a useful asset in the – starting rotation, knowing that you don't know what's going to happen with Nivaldi and stuff like that. And, like, Rich Hill is going to be gone after this year. So why not bring someone like Waka back? Just bring him back and let's see what happens. And, yeah, so you have a rotation, maybe Sale, um, Pat, or uh, Sale, Paxton, Waka, maybe Bayo, maybe Winkowski, I don't know, Cutter Crawford maybe. So – that's a done deal, a little bit. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Let's see what happens. All right. How about Bogart tonight? What two a grand slam? And when I saw that or like listened to it, I thought, yes, Attaway Bogey. Yeah. It just and you just feel for the guy because of how bad of a season he has so far, especially late in this half of the season. How like he just isn't getting anything hidden and stuff like that, and like. And like kind of like Devers right now, who's been really struggling like right now, and JD and stuff like that. Guys that haven't been hidden lately, and like he's now came up big, not only with a grand slam, he came up with a double, came up big with a double too to basically put them put the go ahead run aboard. 
really good. And he better put, have put that go-ahead run board because now after what happened in the eighth inning, how Nick Gordon basically cleared the bases with a double, you that was great that he did hit that double, or uh, Bogarts hit that double in the sixth inning. So really good. So, yeah. So we do end up losing another series, but still, it was better than not getting swept. It really was. And you kind of figure with this Minnesota Twins team trying to fight for not only a playoff spot, but their division right now, right now, too, against the Cleveland Guardians. So, so at least, so, I mean, they still, I mean, they're, they're not really, they're kind of mediocre, but you still kind of see a little bit of fighting dudes, too. So, yeah. And just kind of wait until tomorrow when we see uh, September call ups. So, wonder what we might get. All right. So that's it for the recap. All right. We'll go to break, and then when we come back, we'll do uh, what's up on the farm, Red Sox, uh, or uh, regular season standings, postseason standings, or postseason picture, um, Red Sox stat leaders, and then MLB stat leaders, then uh, um, baseball, fantasy baseball update, and then series look ahead to the Texas Rangers series, and then your uh, final thoughts. All right. Don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back to uh, talk about what's up on the farm, our Red Sox farm system. Uh, yeah, segment. All right, sorry. All right, so Monday, so the Dominican Summer League Red Sox blue team, they uh, faced off in game two of the Dominican Summer League semifinals with the Dominican Summer League Rockies, and unfortunately they lost three to two in 10 innings. So the season came to an end. So they fall 0-2 in the series despite a home run by uh, Kelvin Diaz, his first of these postseason. Orturno gets the loss, so he's now 0-1 for the postseason. So he's 0 or uh, with a 0.00 ERA. All right. And that's it. And then Tuesday, so let's see. The Worcester Red Sox, they took on the Buffalo Bisons and won four, or lost 14-3. They fall to 63 and 61 despite a home run by Connor Long. Connor Wong. He just keeps on uh, hitting his 14th of the year. Shugard gets the loss, so he's now 2-2 two two with a 6.46 ERA. And then uh, Greenville Drive, they took on the Rome, Rome Braves and lost 2-1. to one. They are now 45-75, and 75, so still not good. Guerrero gets the loss, so he's now 0-2 with a 3.52 ERA. Salem Red Sox, they take on the Augusta Green Jackets and lost 11 to 6. So they are now or so they are now a 60 and 60. Uh despite two home runs by uh Tyler Miller, his 12th and 13th of the year. Um Dobbins gets the loss, so he's now 0 and 4 with a 5.08 ERA. And the Portland Sea Dogs, they take on the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And won nine to seven, so pretty good. They are now sixty-one and sixty at this point, thanks to a home run by uh Chris or uh, Kristen Koss. So pretty good as fourteenth of the year. All right, Gomez gets the win, so he's now two and zero with a five point zero ERA, and then Kennedy gets the save, his second of the year. So pretty good, awesome. All right, so that's it for yesterday, and then today or tonight or basically Wednesday. Um, Worcester Red Sox took on the Buffalo Bisons and won 9-1. to 
So pretty good. They are 64 and 61 at this point. Thanks to another home run by Connor Wong. Two straight in the day. So pretty good. 15th home run. So awesome. Seabull gets the win. So he's 7 and 1 with a 3.18 ERA. So pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Greenville Drive. They took on the Rome Braves and won 3 to 1 in 10 innings. So pretty good. They are now 46 and 75. So still not good. Um, so, or Saluki gets the win, so he's now two and four with a four point eighty one ERA, and then Art or on Arandino or Ardano, he gets the save, his second of the year, so pretty good. Yeah. Salem Red Sox they took on the Augusta Green Dra- Green Jackets again and won six to four, so pretty good. Um, sixty one and sixty at this point. Thanks to a home run by Paulino, his eleventh of the year. De La Rosa gets the win, so he's now 7-1 with a 3.88 ERA, so pretty good. All right. Then the Greenville Drive, they took on, or uh, the Portland Sea Dogs, they took on the New Hampshire Fisher Cats and won 9-4. They are now 62-60 and, uh, and 60 at this point, thanks to home runs by uh, Nordcutt, his fourth of the year, and then Izzy Wilson, his 10th uh, home run of the year. All right. For John gets the win, so he's now one and zero with a three or zero point zero or zero point zero ERA. So pretty, uh, really, one and zero. I feel like he got a win, so all right, whatever. All right, and then tomorrow, let's see. So the Wu Sox will take on the Buffalo Bison again. That game will be at six forty-five Eastern Time, five forty-five Central Time for me, but no starter has been announced yet. Greenville Drive, they'll take on the Rome Braves. That game will be at 7 or uh, 7 Eastern time, 6 Central time for me. No starter has been announced for the drive. All right. Salem Red Sox, they'll take on the Augusta Green Jackets again. 7.05 Eastern time, 6.05 Central time for me. Uh, per, or Paredes or or gets this gets started in this one, so all right. And then the Portland Sea Dogs will take on the New Hampshire Fisher Gats. Uh, that game will be at 7.05 Eastern Time, uh, 6 Central Time for me. No starter has been announced yet. All right. So that's tomorrow. All right. Okay, so let's see. Let's do the standings right now. All right. All right, and we'll be standings. Here we go. All right. So in the American League in the East, leading the pack right now still is the New York Yankees with a 79-52 and 52 record. Behind them are the Tampa Bay Rays with a 72-57 and 57 record. Behind them are the Toronto Blue Jays, 70-59. and 59. Behind them are the Baltimore Orioles, 68-61. and 61. And right behind them in dead last place, 16 games back, is your lovely Boston Red Sox, 63-68. and 68. All right. In the Central Division, we leading the pack right now is the Cleveland Guardians, 60 and 60, or 68-60. and 60. Right behind them are the Minnesota Twins, 67-62. and 62. Right behind them are the Chicago, or Chicago White Sox, 64-66. and 66. Um, Right behind them are the Kansas City Royals, 53-78. and uh, 78. And in dead last place and uh, 19 games back is the te- or, uh, Detroit Tigers, 50 and 80. 
All right. In the West Division, lean the pack right now. The best team in the American League right now is the or the Houston Astros, 84 and 70 or 84 and 47. Right behind them are the Seattle Mariners, 72 and 58. Right behind them are the Texas Rangers, the Red Sox next opponent, 58 and uh, 71. Right behind them are the LA Angels, 57 and 40 or 57 and 74. And in dead last place and possibly the worst team in the American League right now, 35 games back of the division is the Oakland A's, 49 and 82. In the National League, leading the pack right now is the New York Mets with an 83 and a 48 record. Right behind them are the are defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves, 80 and 51. Right behind them are the Philadelphia Phillies. 73 and 58. Right behind them are the Miami Marlins, 55 and 75. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in baseball right now, uh, 38.5 games back in the division is the Washington Nationals, 44 and 86. In the central division, leading the pack right now is the St. Louis Cardinals, 76 and 55. Right behind them are the Milwaukee Brewers. 69 and 60 right behind them are the Chicago Cubs 50 or 56 and uh, 75 behind them are the Cincinnati Reds 51 and 78 and then in dead last place 26 and a half games back is the Pittsburgh Pirates 49 and 81 all right so in the west leading the pack right now is the best team in baseball right now first team the 90 wins the LA Dodgers 90 and 39 wow all right. Uh, leading the and then right behind them are the San Diego Padres, seventy three or seventy three and fifty nine. Right behind them are the Arizona Diamondbacks, sixty one and uh, sixty eight. Right behind them are the San Francisco Giants, sixty one and uh, sixty six. And in dead last place and thirty five games back is the Colorado Rockies, fifty six and seventy five. All right. So that is it. If the regular season were to end today and the postseason were to begin, this is what your playoff picture would look like. All right, your number one seed in the American League and your West Division winner is the Houston Astros. Right behind them, second seed and East Division winner, the New York Yankees. Right behind them are the Central Division winners and third seed, the Cleveland Guardians. And your three wildcard teams in this order is the Tampa Bay Rays, Seattle Mariners, and Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. But two games right behind them is uh, the Baltimore Orioles. So, yeah, watch out, Toronto. Especially since you dropped three out of two to the Chicago Cubs this week. Yeah. Yeah. In the National League, we're leading the pack right now is, uh, well, in the National League, your number one seed and number overall seed and West Division winner is the L.A. Dodgers. Your second seed and East Division winner, the New York Mets. Your third seed and Central Division winner, the St. Louis Cardinals. And your three wildcard teams in this order. Um, your defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies, and San Diego Padres. So that's what the postseason will look like if the regular season were to have ended today, which it didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Milwaukee's kind of like right behind 
uh, San Diego right now. So two and a half. So ugh, yeah. So watch out. Yeah. Arizona. Wow. Arizona might have a chance. Well, no, they're ten and a half. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I was about to say they were just right behind. Uh, oh, so yeah. So not right behind. So basically eight, eight and a half or eight games back behind something like that behind Milwaukee. Yeah. 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 Even Minnesota they might have a chance of getting in. Yeah. So yeah. So don't. Yeah. This is why I kind of like this time of the year. We're getting close to almost like seeing what the postseason will look like and stuff like that. All right. Getting close a little bit to the end, which is, is kind of sad too, but still. After season, I mean, yeah. Right. Your Red Sox stat leaders. So leading the team in batting average is Xander Bogarts, 308. Home runs is Devers with 25. RBIs is Devers with 66. Stolen bases, Trevor Story with 12. Run scored, it's uh, Bogarts with 70. Um, on base percentage, uh, Bogarts with 376. Slugging percentage, Devers with 530. OPS, it's Devers with 873. <sighs> uh, I, I don't know what I just eat. <sighs> uh. Something, I don't know. It's something. All right. Hits, it's Bogarts with the. Uh, oh, never mind. All right. Hits, it's Bogarts with the uh, 142. Doubles, it's Martinez with 36. Uh, triples, it's Duran with three. Walks, it's uh, Bogarts with 46. Uh, strikeouts, it's Martinez with the uh, 120. Caught stealing, it's Jackie Bradley Jr. with three. Games played, it's a two-way tie between uh, Bogarts and Verdugo with 124. And then it's uh, Verdugo with 481 at-bats. All right, and then uh, pitching, here we go. So ERA, it's Bavetta with 4.40. Uh, wins, it's Waka with 10. All right, so we got a new leader. And then strikeouts, it's Pavetta with 143. Save opportunity or saves, it's a or a, the Collinsville Illinois NATO Tanner Houck with eight. Whip, it's a Pavetta with 1.32. Bang average against, it's a Pavetta with four point or 2.48. Innings pitch, it's Pavetta with one or 147.1. Complete games, it is a Evoldi Pavetta and Waka with one. Uh, games played, it's Brazier with 55. Games started, it's Pavetta with 626. Losses, it's Pavetta with 10. Uh, save opportunities, it's Hauk with 9. E Earn runs given up, it's Pavetta with 72. Runs given up, it's Pavetta with 72. Hits given up, it's Pavetta with 140. Home runs given up, Avaldi with 21. And then walks given up, it's Pavetta with 40, 54. All right, fielding. All right, games played. It's uh, Bogarts with 121. Game started. It's Bogarts with 121. Um, innings played. It's uh, Bogarts with 1,045.2. Total chances. It's uh, Vasquez with 600 and 649. Putouts. Vasquez with 610. Assists. Bogarts with 329. Errors. Uh, Devers with 13. 
Double plays, Bogarts with 64. Stolen base against Vasquez with 37. Caught stealing against it's uh, Vasquez with 16. Stolen base percentage against it's Vasquez with 694. Pass balls, Vasquez with 3. Uh, wild pitches, Vasquez with 20. And then fielding percentage, it's uh, Pavetta with 1,000. And then total range, fac- or range factor, it's uh, Vasquez with 8.24. All right. Let's go over stat leaders. All right. Will be all right. So, uh, leading the league in a bang average, it's a uh, Paul Goldsmith of the St. Louis Cardinals with 332 home runs. It's Aaron Judge with a uh, 51 of the New York Yankees. RBIs also Judge 113. Stone bases, Joe Birdie of the Miami Marlins with 32. Run scored, Aaron Judge with 104. OPS or on base percentage, Paul Goldschmidt with 418. Slugging percentage, Aaron Judge with 664. OPS, Judge with a 1.063. Hits, Freddie Freeman of the LA Dodgers with 165. Um, Bad average, it's a Freddie Freeman with a 43 of the Dodgers, or yeah, a 43. Triples, it's a two way tie between Gavin Lux of the Dodgers and Amid Rosario, the Guardians with seven. Uh, walks, it's a Juan Soto, the Padres with 113. Uh, strikeouts, it's a Eugenio Suarez of the Seattle Mariners with 173. Caught stealing, it is a tie between uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves and Randy Rosarina of the Rays with 10. All right, games played. It's a two-way tie between Matt Olson of the Braves and uh, Dansby Swanson of the Braves with 131. And then at bats, it's a uh, Trey Turner. Yeah, Trey Turner of the LA Dodgers with a uh, 525. All right, and then pitching. Here we go. So ERA leader, it's a uh, Justin Verlander of the Astros with 1.84. Wins, it's Kyle Wright of the Braves with 17. Strikeouts, Garrett Cole of the New York Yankees with 204. Saves, it's a three-way tie between uh, Emilio Claes or Emilio Clausier of the Guardians. Josh Hader of the Padres, Ugh, really. All right, and then Kenley Jansen of the Atlanta Braves, all half 30. Really? Josh Hader, wow. Okay. I thought he was blowing games. That's what I heard on the street. <laughs> All right. And then a uh, whip leader, it's uh, Justin Verlander and Shane McClanahan on the Rays with 0.86. And Verlander's having a pretty good year so far. Uh, Bad average against, it's Shane McClanahan with 1.85. Um, and he's pitch, it's uh, Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins with 185.2. Complete gains, uh, El Cantara also with four. All right, and then gains played, it is um, John Bur- Burba with uh, 61 of the San-, or San Francisco Giants. Uh, game started four-way tie between Garrett Cole, um, Jordan Lyles of the Royals, Miles Nicholas of the Cardinals, and then uh, Logan Webb of the Giants with 27. All right.
Then losses, it's uh, Patrick Corbin of the Washington Nationals, 17. Strikeout or uh, save opportunities, it's uh, Taylor Rogers of the Milwaukee Brewers, of 36. Earned runs given up, it's uh, Corbin with the Corbin with the 80, 93. Runs given up, Corbin with 105. Hits given up, Corbin also with 180. Run or home runs given up, it's Josiah Gray of the Washington Nationals, of 32. And then walks, it's uh, Dylan Cease of the Chicago White Sox with uh, 62. All right, and then fielding, here we go. Games played, it's a two-way tie between uh, Matt Olson of the Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson with 131. Game started, it's also Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson with 131. All right, innings played, it's uh, Matt Olson with a with 1,173.2. Total chances, uh, Matt Olson with 1,091. Uh, put outs, uh, Nathaniel Lau of the Washington Net or the Texas, well, the Texas Rangers with uh, 1,011. Assists, it's uh, Brendan Rodgers of the Colorado Rockies with 364. Errors, it's a uh, Javier Baez of the Te- or the Tigers with 20. Um, double plays. It is a two-way tie between CJ Crone of the Rockies and Paul Goldschmidt called Paul Goldschmidt with a 97. All right. Stolen bases against is a Jacob Stallings of the Miami Marlins 51. Caught stealing against it's JT Ramuto of the Philadelphia Phillies with 24. Stolen base percentage against is also JT Ramuto with a 593 or 93. Um Pass balls, two-way tie between Martino Maldonado of the Astros and then Max Stassi of the LA Angels with eight. All right. Then uh, wild pitches, it's MJ Melendez of the or of the Kansas City Royals of 40. And then fielding percentage, it is a 32-way tie, and it's a 1,000. Yeah. I'll probably just go over the top three. El Cantara. Chris Bassett of the Mets, and then Andrew Benteni of your Boston. Used to be on your Boston Red Sox, but now the New York Yankees. Yuck. Yeah. All right. And then range factor, it's uh, Travis Darno of the Braves with a 9.63. All right. That is it for stat leaders. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about a fantasy baseball update and uh, your serious look ahead to the Texas Rangers series and then uh, final thoughts. All right, we are back. All right. Hold on. I can get standings up real quick. Hold on. We should have done this while we were at break. I don't know why we didn't do this, but we didn't. Yeah. All right. So while we had this load, while we have this load, let's, yeah, let's go over uh, MLB uh, play or MLB play. All right, so on beat the streak. So let's see. Monday, I had Seiya Suzuki of the Chicago Cubs, and then Shohei Otani of the LA Angels. Suzuki went two for five, and then Otani went two for four. All right, pretty good. So on a two-game hit streak at this point. Then Tuesday I had Jonathan India of the Cincinnati Reds, and then Bobby Wood Jr. of the Kansas City Royals. India went uh, two for three, and then uh, Witt Jr. went uh, one for five. So on a four-game hit streak at this point. Unfortunately, today, um, O'Neal, I had O'Neal Cruz of the Pittsburgh Pirates and then Miguel Cabrera of the Detroit Tigers. 
Both Cruz and Cabrera went over four, so my hit streak came to an end. Tomorrow I have Tony Kemp of the LA or the Oakland A's, and then Joey Manessis of the Washington National. He used to be in the Red Sox farm system at one point. Yeah, little known fact. All right, all right, that's it for beat the streak, and then quick pick. Let's see. So Sunday I went two for seven. Got to talk about that, and then Monday one for seven. Tuesday, I went four for seven. And then tonight, I'm not sure what the score is there. We're still waiting on the results. Probably won't find out until tomorrow anyway. All right. All right. And then, so Diamond Derby. So on Monday, I scored one run on four bases. On Tuesday, I scored one run on six bases. And then Sun or a uh, on a Wednesday, I scored one run on seven bases. So basically three bases on uh, 17 bases. Three runs on 17 bases. Man, that's bad. Yeah. All right. That's it for Diamond Derby. All right. For uh, Pickle, let's see. All right. So Monday, I got that pick right. So I am now... On a 62.5 uh, win percentage and 25 and 15. And the pick I got right was Jonah Heim of the Texas Rangers. And the streak continued the next day. So I am now 63 and 63.4 win percentage and a 26 and 15 uh, record. And the pick I got right was Brent Suter of the Milwaukee Brewers. But then today or Wednesday, uh, the streak came to an end. As I got that pick wrong, so I'm now 60.1 or 61, 61.9 win percentage and a 26 and 16 uh, record. And the pick was Mauricio Dubon of the Houston Astros, formerly of the Red Sox farm system. All right. Then base chase. Let's see. Let's get this. All right. All right. All right, so today, all right, so on Monday, I have Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals, um, Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees, and then uh, Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies. So Goldschmidt gave zero or gave me zero bases. Oh, Paul Goldschmidt gave me zero bases, I believe. Yeah, he gave me zero bases. All right. And then uh, Aaron Judge gave me four bases, and then Bryce Harper gave me four bases too. So eight bases in total for uh, Monday. All right. And then Tuesday I had Austin Riley of the Braves, William Contreras of the Braves also, and then Vaughn Grissom of the Braves also. Riley gave me three bases, Contreras zero, and then Grissom one. So four bases for the day. So not so, yeah. So not great. Yeah. All right. Pete Alonso. And then on today, I had Pete Alonso, the Mets, Jeff uh, McNeil, the Mets, and then uh, Sterling Marte and the Mets also. All right. Alonso Ola- gave me one base. Uh, O'Neill gave me, uh, or McNeil gave me zero. And then uh, Sterling Marte gave me four. All right. So it gave me five bases for the day. All right. My season or single day best is still 13. And then uh, season total is still 168. All right, so that's it for MLB play. Let's go to actual fancy. All right, all 
So, all right, so the Oakland Babars, they are now 15-4 and four right now. So they won their game and on a three-game win streak at this point. So pretty good. All right, so last time they played, so they won their game against the uh, Chicago Cubs, not the actual Chicago Cubs, but the this fake team, the Chicago Cubs, 329-263. to 263. And currently right now they're being Team Archibald, 145 to 110. All right, so make it four in a row and wrap up the regular season. All right, the wearing of the greens. So currently they are 14 and five right now, and they're on a three game win streak. Last time they or uh, their last win was against uh, Davenport River Rock River Rocks, and they won that game last week, 253 to 251. So they held on for two runs, two points. And currently, right now, they're being San Francisco Rachel, um, 153 to 90. All right. Pay Rafi Devers. So they are now 12 and 7 and on a two game win streak. So last time, so last week, they beat uh, Team Lovely 337 to 290. So pretty good. And currently, right now, they're beating uh, DH's money. 104 to 98. So pretty good, pretty good. All right. The Yankees lose. So they are currently 12 and 7 also on uh so back in the win column. And last week they played against um Crosby Cement Mixers and won that game 392 to 362. So pretty good, pretty good. But currently, right now, they are losing the team Bulldogs. 142 to 129. All right. So Arthur reads a goat. So they're uh, nine and 10 and on a four game losing streak. So right now, so uh, last week they lost their game against Team Hotskins, 299 to 297. So two points. And currently, right now, they're losing the dinger time, 127 to uh, 76. So not great. All right, dancing on my own. So currently they are eight and eight and eleven. So kind of on a one game losing streak. So last week they, I believe, lost their game to uh, Team Nightmare, two hundred and thirty-seven to two hundred and thirty-four. And currently, right now, they're beating Team Foss, one hundred and thirty-two to sixty-six. All right, so at least for that right now. All right. All right. Oh, really? What am I doing? All right. So Yahoo. Let's go to Yahoo Fancy. All right. So the Frio take. So currently, they are 11, 6, and... Two so 11 wins, six losses, and two draws. And let's see. So last week they beat Killing Smalls nine to one. They're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> All right. You know, from Sandlot. Yeah. Not yeah. All right. So, and hold on, hold on. Back, 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 back. All right. Currently, right now, they are losing to much Adolis about nothing, five to three. All right, and then 
Um, Gombridge, they are nine, nine, and one. So nine wins, nine losses, and one draw. Last week, they uh, lost their game against Kevin's first-class team, seven to three. And currently, this week, they're losing their team against Glenn's grand team, seven to two. So yeah, yeah. All right. So section ten, they are seven, nine, and three. So seven wins, nine losses, and three draws. Um, last week, they uh, lost their or tied their game with Angry Beaver five to five to five, and then this week they're being disciples of disciples for Christ for five to two. Yeah. Mm. All right. Something there. Yeah. All right. Starting nine, they are five, 13 and one. So five wins, 13 losses and one draw. So last week they lost their game against Tomahawks nine to one. And this week they're losing to Dennis's dazzling team five to three. Man, they are just on a streak. They are just losing. All right. All right. So Royal Rooters, they are nine or eight, nine, and two. So eight wins, nine losses, and two draws. So currently, last week, they lost their game to Tennessee Dodgers, eight to two. And this week, they are winning their game against Orioles, four to three. So pretty good. Awesome. At least for that. And then call him Poppy. They're 11, eight, and one. Or or, ele- or eleven and eight. Sorry, I should say that. Sorry, it's getting late. All right. Last week they uh, lost their game against Knickerdoodles, eight to two or eight to one. And then this week they're uh, lose or be- win their game against TB. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't say that. Yeah, yeah. Gets certain team name we can't say on the broadcast, but they're winning a uh, five to three right now. All right, so pretty good. All right. Okay, so that is it for fantasy. All right. Let's talk about the series. Look ahead to the Texas Rangers. All right. All right. So let's see. Tomorrow, that game. So uh, game one will be at 610 uh, Central Time, 710 Eastern Time for most of our fan base. Rich Hill against Glenn Otto. So Rich Hill, last time he pitched, he pitched the gem. So he's six and five with a four point thirty two ERA, and he pitched the gem last time, as I said, against the Tampa Bay Rays. So he pitched on Saturday. That game, seven innings, three hits, no runs, one walk, punched out eleven, and got the win in that outing. Pretty good. All right, and then Glenn Otto, he's six and eight with a four point seventy nine ERA. All right, so last time he pitched. So, all right, last time he pitched was against the Tigers on lat or on a yeah on Friday. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. On Friday, so five innings, only gave up five hits, run four runs, walked two people, struck out three, and got the win in that outing. All right. And then Friday, that game, uh, six ten, uh. Central time, 710 Eastern time for everybody else. Um, Nick Pavetta versus Dallas Keiko. All right. That game. All right. So um, Nick Pavetta, he is 9 and 10 with a 4.40 ERA. Last time he pitched was against the Rays on Sunday. 
and he did not pitch good. So yeah, so last so he pitched five innings, only gave up five, gave up eight hits, surrendered five runs, walked three people, struck out four, and got the loss in that outing. All right. That was Keichel. He has two and eight with an eight point eighty eight ERA. So he kind of stinks. Yeah, not great. He has not had a t- great twenty twenty two. Last time he pitched was on Saturday against the Tigers. Pitched one point five innings, gave up eleven hits, surrendered seven runs, walked one person, struck out one, and got the loss in that outing. Okay, and then Saturday, that game, Brian Bale against, you love him, you know him, you hate him a little bit, he's TBD. All right. So, um, yeah, Brian Bale, he is 0-4 with a 7.27 ERA. Last time he pitched was on Monday against the Minnesota Twins. And so, let's see, he pitched four innings, gave up five hits, surrendered three runs, walked three people, struck out two, and got the loss in that outing. And then Sunday it will be against Credit Crawford against Dane Dunning. Uh, oh yeah, we've got about Saturday's time. All right, that will be three ten Central Time, four ten Eastern Time, and then Sunday will be twelve thirty five Central Time of one thirty five Eastern Time. Cutter Crawford versus Dane Dunning. So Cutter Crawford, he is a three and six with a five point forty seven ERA. Last time he pitched was on uh, Tuesday against the Twins. And let's see, he pitched um, 4.1 innings, gave up four hits, surrendered four runs, walked four people, struck out five, and got the loss in that outing. All right. And then Dane Dunning, he is 3-7 and seven with a 4.16 ERA. Last time he pitched was... Come on, let's see. So last time he pitched was on a Tuesday against the Astros. Five innings, uh, gave up seven hits, walked two or uh, surrendered two runs, walked three people, struck out five, and got the loss in that outing. All right. So that's it for that. All right, for the Texas Rangers score back at home at Fenway. All right. So let's look at the weather ahead. What is the weather? What is the weather in old Boston, Mass? All right. Get out of here. Nobody cares. All right. All right. What in the world? All right. All right. Thursday, that time. So game time, weather... Um, 55 degrees, clear skies, um, 10, 5 to 10, or 10 to 15 mile per hour winds and 3% chance of rain. So game time will go, yeah. All right. And then on Friday, um, mostly clear skies, 58 degrees, uh, 10 or 5 to 10 mile per hour winds and a 7% chance of rain. All right. Then Saturday, uh, partly cloudy skies, um, five or, uh, 10 to 15 mile per hour winds and uh 6% chance of rain. All right. And then Sunday, let's see that game. Um, partly uh, cloudy skies, afternoon showers and thunderstorms, 87 degrees, five to 10 mile per hour winds, 6% chance of rain. So maybe Sunday, maybe not. I don't know. All right. So that's what the weather is looking ahead in uh, Boston.
for the game this weekend. Our games this weekend. All right. Final thoughts. Um, not much. I mean, I didn't see uh Jimmy Trump or Timmy Trumpets was at a um City Field tonight to play uh out or play out Edwin Diaz's uh entrance music. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, which is narco. I mean, that's pretty good. I don't care who hates that song. That song is really good. That that that's really one of the best entrance music for a closer ever. It's just it just gets the people going. That song, yeah. So that was pretty cool that they actually had the actual guy that actually did the trumpets for that song to actually come out and basically play the trumpet entrance. That was kind of funny. <laughs> pretty cool too. Yeah. Although I still believe Jonathan Pavelbaum's walk-ups uh, or entrance music was the best, I think, in my yes, because I'm shipping up the Boston. That just sounds just so good. Just him coming out of the pen and that song just blaring, which is now kind of like every time we go into the bottom of the ninth inning, that's basically the song we play at the bottom of the ninth. So, yeah, kind of like the rally time song. Yeah. So, I still think, yeah, so – yeah, so Mario Rivera's song too is pretty good too. His uh, entrance music, so uh, Enter Sandman, so that's pretty good. And uh, Trevor Hoffman's too, that was pretty good. Hell's Bells, that's pretty good. So, yeah. We got a lot of good closer entrance music, and that's what it should be. That's really what it should be. You're going to the ninth inning, way to close it out. Bring in somebody that has a really good entrance or entrance music. One guy I did see in college, my first year in college. Clint Stroud, his closing or warm up entrance music when he came into the ninth, because he was our closer. Guess what it was? Closing time by a cement or semiotic, something like that. That closing time. <clears throat> like it was, it just meant like that was just meant to be his entrance music because it just meant, yeah, it's closing time. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Speaking of the show, let's wrap this up too. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on TikTok uh, under, or at lowercase socks, Illinois. Follow the show on Instagram, also at lowercase socks, Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, red or the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter, and then let Follow the show on Spotify, Apple, and Google. All right, with that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right, see you guys Sunday night. Bonyana.